Happy holidays, Podsters. It is the week between Christmas and New Year's. It's what I like to call the Twilight Zone week. This is when, if you're like me, you don't really know what day it is. What am I wearing today? Am I wearing elastic pants? Am I wearing sequin pants? Leather? Is my hair up? Is my hair down? Am I showering? Am I not? It's really the week where many of us just get to completely relax as the world slows down a little bit. So hopefully you're taking some time off. And if not, hopefully that's by choice and happy holidays. So here's what's up for the podcast this week. I was going to record the third and final edition of Change the Conversation, Change Your Life. And it's Change the Conversation with Yourself. And I decided not to. And I decided not to because... I don't know that this is top of mind for everybody right now or for you right now. So I really try to time these episodes so that what I talk about is what's happening in the world or what's happening during the time of year. So for example, in Thanksgiving, we talked about boundaries. In April, we'll we'll talk about spring cleaning your life. In January, we're going to talk about goal setting, financial planning. Really, I want to make sure that what we're talking about is timely. And I know you. And I know that you are starting to think about your resolutions or your words, or when I say words, I mean your word for 2024. And you're starting to think about how you want to show up in 2024 and what you want to be different. And maybe you're you're making a big resolution or a big goal. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to re-air the number two most popular episode on Unmute Yourself, the podcast, and that is Own Your Why. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this and and why it's so powerful. This is a tool that I use with every single one-on-one client, everyone. It's one of the first things we do. And it's pretty simple. And I, I created a little worksheet, of course, for you. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes. It's free. You can just download it and use it, but you don't even really need it. All you need to do is when you're thinking about this big change, if there's a big change that you want to make for 2024, when you're thinking about this, think about why it's important to you. And I'm going to tie this back to something that's happening with me right now. And this is going to be like live self-reflection because I haven't really thought this out yet, but bear with me. So think about why it's important to you. Why is this change important to you? And then you ask yourself when you come up with your reason why that is important to you. And you continue to ask yourself this why up to five times. I'm not going to get too much into it because that's what the podcast is for. And you're going to listen to that in a second. What it really helps you to do is become crystal clear on this is critical at this time. And this why, this underlining, underlying why becomes your true north. And it's what drives you forward when you want to quit. So as I said, I use this with all of my clients. I just used one today actually with a client who was struggling with it because it really gets to the core of some buried reasons, rationale that you might not even know exist as to why something is important to you. And he's struggling with it a little bit and we'll work through it, but we're trying to get to the real reason. And that real reason, that's the gold. That's where something might've happened to you when you were younger. It could be an experience. It could be, it's why you show up the way you show up and it's pretty deep. So anyway, the reason why I want to talk to you about this today is because I was just having this conversation with someone about New Year's resolutions, and I make the same resolution every year. And what I've come to determine is that either it's not important to me or 
and I should just let it go, or uh, I'm getting something from it. I'm getting some kind of hidden benefit from this. It's, it's a behavior that I want to change. And I'll tell you what it is in a minute. And I, I never fully get to check that off my resolution list. So for me, every year I say to myself, I want to slow down. And when I say that, I mean, less running around, less overcommitting, less scheduling back-to-back meetings. Now I will say I have the past six months, I would say, made a very conscious, specific effort to get better at that and to really make sure that when I'm saying yes to something, it's something that I know I'm going to want to do then, not just in the moment, that if they're, if someone's looking for a volunteer to, to take something on, I'm not always the first person to raise my hand. I mean, of course I'll help out, but I don't always have to be the one that's always offering to do the things. And I've been really conscious about scheduling downtime and not overcommitting myself. And that's hard. It's hard for me. So I was going to write this down again, or think about this as a resolution for this year. And I realized that one, it's not as important to me anymore because I've achieved some of that. I I have slowed down and it's not as important to me anymore because I have realized that for the past, I would say 10 years, this has been my resolution. I have not been able to achieve that resolution with the exception of this year. And I would say I'm about 70% there. So I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. What I want to share with you today is the why behind it and why I think this year I was able to actually slow down. I think I was able to actually slow down because I realized how overcommitting and not slowing down was affecting the way I was showing up and it was affecting my relationships. It was affecting how I feel about myself, about my day, about my work. So I was in this place of always overextending and always being busy. And I use the term busy in air quotes and I wasn't wearing it as a badge of honor. I'm not, that's not my really who I am. And I know a lot of people who do that. A lot of my friends do that. It was more about, I only have one life. I only have a finite number of people who are willing to look the other way when I show up, not as my best self. And I decided to really step in and say, okay, this year I'm going to make the change. And I did because I realized that people don't have to be in your life. So for example, if you, if you keep showing up a certain way that you know is upsetting someone that they don't have to be, stay around they don't have to put up with it. (laughs) They don't have to, they didn't sign up for that version of you. Or in my case, they didn't sign up for the version of me that was stressed out and overcommitted and exhausted and not sleeping or whatever the case may be. And I don't know why I realized this. I don't know when I realized it. Actually, I think I do know when I realized it. And I think it's after I did a session with Brenda Johnston, who you know is my favorite person, one of my favorite people, She's coming on in January, more on that later. But anyway, I realized that the people in my life, they don't have to be in my life and it's their choice to be in my life. And I don't ever want to take that for granted. So all of this is to say, Podsters, 
I'm going to tie it back to the why. The why for why I wanted to slow down once I really figured it out, it was because I didn't want to keep showing up that way because I didn't want to lose the people who are important to me. Could that be a little overdramatic? Sure. It might be. I've been known to be a little bit heavy on the drama from time to time, not going to lie. And at the same time, I knew, I knew that if I didn't make a change now, I probably never would. So with that, I am going to link you to the Own Your Why episode. It's an oldie. It's a goodie. It's a very popular episode. Would love to hear what you think about it. Download the, the worksheet if you would like. And I will see you on the other side of 2023. And trust me when I tell you the 2024, I can feel it. I can feel the energy. I can feel the 2024 energy and it's, it's hot. It's hot podsters. So peace out. Happy new year. Look forward to seeing all of you next year. Please keep all of the great feedback coming. I love it. Love it. Love it. When you reach out to me on the gram or LinkedIn or text or wherever, please keep it coming. And I wish you a new year's Eve full of peace, love, and whatever it is that you love to do. Peace out podsters. Are you ready to speak up, stand out, and get your seat at the table? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to Unmute Yourself, the podcast where you'll get real-life anecdotes and actionable tools for you to step into your strengths, debunk imposter syndrome, truly know your worth, and show up like you own the room every time. I'm your host, Nancy Medoff, who did the thing and followed my passion for empowering women like you to unleash that inner spark and become who you know you are meant to be. I'm a diehard foodie with a raging Skittles habit who will not stop until women everywhere unmute themselves and truly thrive at work, at home, or wherever you may be. Let's do this. We're back. Here we are. Once again, we're back. Beth's pumped. We're back and Beth's pumped. So I hope Podsters, all of you are doing excellent. It is time for my shout out because I did say if you reach out, you get a shout out. You love up on us. Love up, excuse me. Joanna, my friend. Joanna is in Germany, I believe. Listens to the podcast, liked the book, all that stuff. So thank you, Joanna, for reaching out. And we like you too. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Okay. So what are we going to talk about today, Beth? Well, we're going to talk about something that I really like your uh, perspective about. We are talking about the power of the five lies. And I really like this because I have always struggled with people who walk around with, you have to know your why. You have to know your why. You have to know your why. And you know who I am. I'm a little bit of, I'm a resistance rebel from the things that everyone jumps onto. I like how you kind of dissect this concept. So great. So I love it. And I use this tool all the time. I would love to take credit for inventing it. I cannot. This was actually a, let me talk about why you do it first. So what we're talking about is when you want to get down to any kind of behavior change or any kind of clarity or any kind of searching for lack of a better term. It's 
very effective to ask yourself why you are why you are doing this, why you are looking for this outcome, <clears throat> why you are actioning this. So, so whatever the situation is. So let's say you are ready to transition your career. I would ask you, if you were coaching with me, why is this important to you now? The power of the five whys is that you continue to ask yourself this question. And I know you will be surprised, Podsters. I have a tool for this. It's a five why worksheet. I'll put the link in the show notes. So you keep asking yourself why your previous answer was important to you. So let's say I want to lose weight. The question is, you know, why, why do you want to lose weight right now? And I might say, because I am sick of feeling like crap. Well, why is it important to you that you feel better? So, so I would think about that. Why is it important to me to feel better? Okay, it's important to me that I feel better because I am, I am approaching the back nine. And I would like the rest of my life to, I want to truly thrive. I want to be in great shape. I want energy. I want to, okay. Well, why is that important to you, right? So you're, you're at the back, back nine. You want energy. You want to be able to thrive. Why do you think that's so important to you? So you would go deeper and you would say, because all my life I have kind of gone back and forth with feeling good about myself and I am sick of not always feeling good about myself. The time is now. Why, okay, well, why do you feel that the time is now? So the, by the time you do this five times, you get down to some heavy stuff, usually. And for me at the time, when I did this a few years ago, it was because I have less time left than has passed. And if I don't start living my truth in terms of my health and fitness now, I never will. And I won't be able to. And if I don't start doing this now, I won't be able to because I, I will not physically be able to. And, okay, why is that important? I don't want to end up old and alone sitting in a wheelchair looking out the window in a nursing home. So I'm not getting choked up, guys. This is, I, I have a, my throat. My throat is a little sore. So, eh, excuse me. So it's going to go in and out. So as you continue to go down deeper and deeper and deeper, you really uncover the true why. And that is difficult. That can bring up a lot of issues. Um, you will likely face some resistance. And I promise you that when you get to that last why, nine times out of 10, there's an epiphany. There is a reason that you had no idea, was not even close to being on your radar. Beth just gave me a big head nod. So I'm going to pause and ask Beth why she's nodding her head at me. Yes. So I'm nodding my head at you because, first of all, I think that when we're asked about our why in concern to anything, we tend to just say what's on the top of our minds and not take the time to dig deep. But when you invest in what's really going on a little bit deeper and you have an epiphany like that, it's just so rewarding, right, to really find out what's at the heart of it. It makes it easier to follow that why, right? To stay committed to it mm -hmm. rather than like, for me, a lot of this is, is business related because people will say, people want to know your why. And you often hear people say, because I want to help people. And that's lovely. And we all want to help people, but that's not the only why. That's your surface why. 
and your general why, and your everybody's going to like when I say this why, but there's usually some deeper reason further down, further back. And sometimes we don't even know it, right? We don't know that connection, but you should, because that's really the passionate piece of the why. Yes. And that will keep you going. That will keep you going when your motivation wanes. And that will keep you going when you get frustrated. If you're building your own business, you will be frustrated more often than not, probably. That will keep you going. And that will keep you. We talked in the last episode about engineering the life you you love. This will help you keep that commitment. And in this case that I used, that was a real life example. It wasn't my five whys. I can't remember what they were, to be honest with you, but it was something very close to that. That kept me going. So when I didn't feel like doing the strength training, let's say, I thought about if you don't get strong now, you, you won't be able to get strong later. And that kept me focused. So the person that brought this to me is Lauren Bradley. She is a health coach. I believe she's taken a break from health coaching. Lauren, if you're listening, please reconsider. A lot of people need you. Anyway, and it was great. So then I adapted it for my career coaching. And when I work with women on what they want to do next, and I'm going to share two stories. I'm going to share one of them was very recent and the other one wasn't. So I'm going to share the, the, the least most recent story first, because it applies to either understanding your side hustle or your, your small business and what drives you. Or it can help you understand why you do what you do and if you should be doing what you're doing in the corporate world. So I was speaking with a, with a friend and I was mentoring her and she's going to know exactly what I'm talking about because she often references this moment. She was in sales her whole life. And I said, you know, well, what do you like about sales? And she said, I like building relationships. And I said, okay. And she said, I just, I like talking to people. And I'm like, okay. And she was giving me kind of surface answers. And finally, I said to her, this was before I had the five whys in, in my toolkit. I said, what are you even talking about? Nobody, like you like ringing the cash register for your boss. That's why you love what you do. What is it? Why do you love sales? Why do you love connecting people? What is it? Why do you love to do this? And it turns out she loves community not sales, community. And there's a reason why she loves community. And it's based on a trauma that happened to her in her past with her family. And she knows better than most why community is important. So she had subconsciously made this her mission. And she ended up, by the way, going on to then pursue that. She now has a a whole um, intentional living, uh, business. She is, she is locked and loaded on community. So we went from, I like relationship building and I like sales to, you know what? I know how important community is and it is, this is what drives me. And this is what I'm going to dedicate all my energy to. I mean, like, wow. Wow. What a difference, right? Yes. That's not, that's not, they can't hear you nod. That can't Spoiler alert. No hair shaking or anything. No. So tell me about, you said you, you come up to this, you come up to this, you experience this with some of your clients when they're, when they're trying to articulate their why. Is that, am I 
Did I remember that correctly? I think that, you know, again, dealing in like a heavily female populated community, I think that there's a lot behind it. This is probably a whole other episode. The first reaction always is, I want to help people. And I think we talked lovingly and respectfully not too long ago about the difference between a jobby and a career. And a lot of the times women have an issue saying, I want to make money to support my family so we never have to be homeless again or something a little more vulnerable and personal. And we don't like to say, I'm doing this because I'm good at it and I want to make money, right? Like we shy away from saying that piece of it for whatever reason, it, it doesn't feel great. But people who walk around and say, I want to make money, there's a why for that too right? That goes- Oh, hundred percent. And it's, it's, and it takes time. It takes time to, I think, to look at it and feel safe opening up to it and going to what's underneath. Because do we want to help people? We all want to help people, right? That's nice. And that's lovely. But we also want validation for the fact that we're good at something. We want <laughs> to know our worth and we want to know it in praise and we want to know it in dollars. and we have reasons for all our stuff. And we have big reasons. So you said there's a why to why people might want to make a lot of money. <clears throat> and I would say also, there is a why to why people think they want to make a lot of money and then sabotage themselves so that they don't make a lot of money. Yes. So, the, the, you know, anytime, anytime I'm stuck, in a, stuck somewhere and I can't figure out what's going on, I always go back to this and it's not always fun. I got to tell you, it, it brings up some painful stuff. It does. It really does. I mean, that's how I remember the bullying story was I totally forgotten about that. I remembered something that happened to me when I was like probably seven. And I had no, I, I, I know with certainty that this is a real memory. I hadn't thought about it in 40 years because I was thinking to myself, and this was over a long period of time, right? Like, why is this so important to me? And it was, it was a blockbuster. It was a blockbuster. It was a blockbuster. I, I, and actually, I have often said that I, I made it my life's mission, mission, excuse me, to help women speak up because I, somebody taught me how to speak up and then didn't speak up for herself. And then, so this is right, this was, this was in my book and this has been for five years that I've been saying this. It wasn't until a couple of weeks ago that I realized because I kept asking myself the why not. I didn't sit down and say, why, why, why? I was just like, you know what? This, something else is going on here. What is it? That I saw the women in my life growing up never speak up. And I saw them get reprimanded for speaking up. And I saw them, <clears throat> excuse me, get penalized for speaking up. And I remember thinking to myself, that's not going to happen to me. And I'm not going to let that happen to anyone else. So there's, so the, I, I share this because there are so many layers to this. So many layers. Right. So many layers. It's like an onion. Like an yes. Onion. For those of you with college kids, I mean, I think it would be kind of a fun exercise to really drill down with the kids. Is, well, why, do you, why is this your number one school? Or kids who are about to go to college. Why do you want to go to Notre Dame? Why do you want to go to whatever, San Diego State, whatever it is? You know, it's, it's, is it just the sports program or is there something else? Is it because it's far away? Is it because it's close? 
And if they say, I want to go here because it's because it's far away, right? Like, why do you think it's important to get that far away from us? Because of this. Well, why is that important to you? And it's usually around that fifth one that the breakthroughs happen. And it, it will be awkward. It will be awkward if you try it with someone and it will be awkward when you do it with yourself. Right. But I was just going to say, it is really a great idea to do it with somebody else that you feel safe and comfortable with because, you know... If you get to a point where you don't want to push yourself any further, you can get distracted by something conveniently. And uh-huh. if you're with someone else, they're going to hold you to finish, right? Because when you get down into that third, fourth, fifth layer that you start to go, ah, I think I'm going to go get a snack. For sure. I'm going to go clean my closet. I would say also come back to it. I just did this. I'm doing a Speak Up to Stand Out series on the Outer Cape, a virtual program. And I did it with the, the women on the, on the call. And a couple of them really struggled with it, which I understood. Of course, we all do. And, and I said, you know what? Go, go home. Go home and think about it. Let's talk about it next week. And they came back next week. And, they, and there was some blockbuster whys on there. There were some really blockbuster whys. And they, every single one, one of them went back to their childhood. Every, every single one. Yeah. But that's, not, that's a different episode. Yes. It's a totally different episode. It's its own series. Trauma I think it might be. <laughs> and that'll be a fun one. Let's talk about our childhood trauma, everybody. So much. Always fun. So I want to share this quick story that I was telling you about. And I did tell this friend that I would share the story. So I, I, may, I may have told it already. I tell it a lot. So over the holidays, I went to visit a dear friend of mine who I adore. And we were going to get our hair blown out. That is my, that is my happy place. And I love doing that. And so very casual. We're in the car driving to the place. And we were talking about travel. She travels quite a bit. She travels for work and she also travels for personal. And she loves traveling and so do I. So I said, very casually, I had no intention of going down this road. I said, why do you think, why do you think we love to travel so much? And why do you love to travel so much? I thought for sure she was going to say, I like meeting other people and experiencing other cultures and other food. Like, that's why I like to go. I love to hear people's stories. And she said, I, I don't know. I mean, because I think I want to be, I think it's interesting. And I, I want to be, I want to be interesting. And I was like, that's interesting, right? <laughs> so I said, oh, okay. I said, well, why, why do you think it's so important to be interesting? And this was a true, I hadn't kicked in here yet. She said, well, because if you're interesting, people will be interested. People will be interested in you and you'll have conversations and, you know, you'll be, you'll be interesting. And it might've gone the other way. She might've said interested first and interesting after. Anyway, so then I was kicking in and I'm like, okay, what, this, what, this is where this something's happening here. So we drove a couple more minutes and I'm like, so why do you think being interested is so important? I go, that's, that's kind of random. Like what, where's that come from? What do you think? She said, well, I, she goes, I, you know, I, don't, I mean, well, you know, I, I just, I just, I just, I think that, I think that it, this is her talking, right? She said, I think that it's just, it's, it's awful if you're not interesting and it's, it's just awful. Who doesn't want to be interesting? And I'm like, something's up here. So we pull into the parking spot. She puts the car in park. And I said, why are you so afraid of not being interesting? What, why is that so, like, this is, this is, this is something here. She said, because if you're not interesting, you're going to end up alone, dying alone in your nursing home. And both of us, and I, by the way, this was a serious moment. 
I'm laughing because first of all, we cracked up about it afterwards because we were like, uh, hello, where did that come from? Both of us just kind of took a step back and our eyes widened and we were, we were both just kind of let, let out a collective sigh. We were like, and her mom, when she passed away, passed away in a nursing home and she was by herself. And I think she was by herself. Her father might've been with her, but, and I was like, wow. I mean, we went from, oh, I love to travel to here's my biggest fear or here's one of my biggest fears. And this was in the span of seconds. This was in, it was a minute or less. So, I mean, it works, people. It works. It does. It does. You got to take some time. Dig a little deeper. Take a breath. Take a breath. Speaking of taking a breath, I'm going to take a breath and let Beth share. I don't know if you'll have it handy. Like, did, did we do this? Did I ever do this with you? Did we ever do this? What, the why? Yeah. Yeah, I think we have. Any epiphanies over there that you care to share with your national global? Yeah. So I think the thing that you said that clicked for me was that if you're with a group of people and suddenly you bring it up and say, oh, we're going to do this now, then they're like, something's up with this, right? They're not prepared. But when you're prepared and you're thinking about it, I mean, I think I'm that type of thinker anyway to think about why am I doing this? Kind of. And so for me, I'm like, why do I want to write? And yes, I love to write for other people because people have wonderful skills and they have wonderful talents and experience and perspective, but they don't know how to put it out there. And it's really the thing that separates them. And I am always honored to be able to do that for somebody and to watch what happens afterwards. But like for myself personally, like growing up as a, a tiny little wafy only child in kind of this really raucous, dysfunctional household, I was quiet a lot, right? Because I was the only target. <laughs> so I, you know, learned how to like, you know, camouflage into furniture, slink into another room. Nobody noticed I was gone, but I still wanted to communicate. I think I was always and, and still remain the type of person who's like, there's a way around this. I, I can get around this. And so I think writing was that for me, right? Because back then it wasn't like it was the computer and it was the universe. I could write it in a journal and I could hide the journal or, you know, I could write stuff down that I wouldn't say out loud or to someone's face, you know, unless I want to get my butt beat. But I think it was just like, oh, I'm going to still communicate and that's how I'm going to do it. And now I'm at this point where I'm like, I like to write and put things out there because I know I can write these things that kind of catch people that can be snarky and just on the edge makes people think. And it's not loud, right? And it's not on the radio or anything. It's something that they read that they have to stop and read over again. And I think there's really something cool about that. I think there's something wicked cool about that. So would you say that writing was helped you feel heard? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's why you're such a great writer and editor. One of the reasons why you're such a great writer and editor. And that's one of the reasons why we bonded over this book. Yes. Was, by the way, for those of you who are new to the podcast, we're talking about the book that Beth edited and that I wrote. It's called Unmute Yourself and Speak Up to Stand Out. The book is about being heard. <laughs> and that's why we're both, I mean, that's why you're so passionate about it. That's really interesting. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Um, I had one other thing really quick before we left, and now I can't find it. Oh, here it is. 
Yeah. So this ties back to some episodes that we just covered. So why am I sabotaging myself? I mean, that's kind of a one, one answer, but maybe not. You might have to use the five whys on that. I did. And that was back in January, January 31st. And then we talked about success mapping on January 17th. That was like goal setting. When you're setting your goals is a great time to do this. A career change. What kind of business do I want to be in? What do I want to let go of? Like all, you can use this for all kinds of things. Yes. And I think we can leave it at that. So what's the call to action, Beth? So I would like to say, I mean, you can do this activity by yourself, but first of all, try the activity, right? And to also maybe do it with somebody else that you do feel that's safe with, that you can kind of pull each other, nudge each other a little bit to go just that one step deeper that could give you that epiphany. Yes. And it has to be someone you trust. Absolutely. Has to be someone you trust. Fun fact, my husband Mm -hmm. strongly resists this. Will not do it with me. Really? Mm-hmm. And he listens to the podcast, by the way. Wow. So this is my way of shaming him, publicly shaming. Okay. So Podsters, the link is going to be in the show notes. And as always, keep in touch with us. Let us know how it's going. If you like us, please, please, please give us a review on either Apple or Spotify. I think that's it, right? I think so. Right. And, you know. Keep listening. If you haven't heard the right thing yet, you will. We promise you. Somewhere in there will be the thing for you. Promise. Okay. With that, we're out. We're out. That's a wrap, Podsters. And before we go, I ask you, what's one thing from today's episode that you will use this week to unmute yourself? DM me, email me, send a smoke signal, whatever you need to do. Let me know what you're going to do differently. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know and leave a five-star review on Apple. This helps me spread our message of empowerment to more people worldwide. Let's do this.